Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. A number of great things we're going to look at today. How do you how do you talk to children, particularly young children, about death? There are a number of uh, great issues or uh, topics uh, around this in uh, the June-July issue of of uh, Lutheran Witness, and that should be coming to your mailboxes very soon. If it's not there already, it should be there pretty soon. We're going to take a look at some of the articles in, or one of the articles in that issue today, and uh, some fun things coming up this summer as well. One for the family, one for educators. So stick around for all of Faith and Family today. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, and uh, for the great work that they do, including supporting Faith and Family here on Worldwide KFUO. You can find them in the sponsor section on our website, KFUO.org. Joining me by phone today, Valerie Bainey. She's a preschool teacher and director at Trinity Lutheran Church and Preschool in El Paso, Illinois, and also the author of Simple Promises in the June-July issue of Lutheran Witness this year. Valerie, welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you for having me. Uh, a privilege to have some time to talk with you today. Tell us a little bit about uh, Trinity Lutheran Church and Preschool and your work there. Well, we um, began our preschool about five years ago, and I have been the director and preschool teacher since it started. Um, We didn't, uh, within about seven to eight miles from our town, uh, Lutheran Preschool had unfortunately closed, and so the members of Trinity Lutheran here in El Paso um, wanted to further that mission and continue to offer uh, Christian Lutheran Preschool to the um, families in the surrounding area of El Paso and beyond. And we do have children from El Paso, Illinois. Um, we're north of Bloomington, about uh, 20 minutes, if if people are unfamiliar with where mm-hmm. we're at. And um, we also pull some students from even Bloomington, as far as Bloomington. But um, we've been steadily growing. And this year, um, our enrollment has doubled. So um, we started our very first year, we were uh, five children, and um, now coming in this year, uh, um, our sixth year, we are we have now grown to about thirty children. Wow! So we're excited about the growth, and we're also excited about the privilege to bring the gospel to um, these children, and also to um, minister to the families that um, bring their children to our preschool. Tell me a little bit about your background as an educator and what, what motivates you, what drives you to, uh, to, to teach and care for such young children? Well, it's interesting how we kind of went this, how I went this way. Um, I did go to a Concordia. I went to Concordia University in Chicago, and um, I went uh, as an elementary education um, major. So I always kind of thought I would do older children. And um, But my first opportunity to teach was actually first grade because my husband was in seminary, so I kind of picked up the first thing that was given to me. And I didn't kind of realize, I guess it just kind of fell in my lap how much I love younger children, um, especially just their, um, their desire to want to learn and just absorb everything that they're hearing. And um, so when we moved to this area, my husband's been at this church um, for about seven years. And we saw this opportunity to the preschool. Um, I'm also a mother of four children. Um, I thought it was a good, you know, opportunity for me as well to um, use my gifts. And um, so it's just been a wonderful opportunity. Um, I love the teaching younger children. 
um, as I said, they are like sponges and they absorb everything. And there's nothing more joyful than when a child hears the gospel and they get excited about hearing it. They share it with others. I've had parents tell me some wonderful stories about how they share what they've learned in preschool. So um, that's basically my love and motivation to continue. They are so impressionable at that age. And you're right, they're, they're such sponges. Uh, just recently, a, a fun story from Sunday school. I, uh, our son is is three and a half, and uh, he's you know new to Sunday school this year, but loves it, enjoys it. Uh, he's a great teacher, and it's a small class. Recently, they were uh, they were drawing shapes in class. The teacher was drawing shapes, and I think they were leading up to drawing a cross. And so the teacher asked, uh, "What shape?" They would, she would, they would like for her to draw next. And my son said, a trapezoid. (laughs) (laughs) And and God bless his, his wonderful Sunday school teacher. She said, that's really great. I'm not so sure I could draw that today. (laughs) So also I enjoy whenever we try, when we go through the alphabet from time to time, every time we hold up the T, Mm -hmm. they always say cross. Yes. Which is which is wonderful. They're, they're such sponges. You know, he, he learned trapezoid from some educational video that we were watching at home and, and just, you know, they hold on to those, those things. Uh, they, they seem to, to take it all in. And uh, in the car the other day, my son was singing the names of the planets. Uh, I was amazed he knew the names of the planets. He's three and a half. Yeah. But it was uh, just because he's such a sponge. And so you're right, teaching the Word of God at this age is so very important as well because there's such sponges and to see them to to hear the gospel and uh, to to see that uh, when when they start to hear God's promises and and just to, to see how they they respond to it as well as such a, a joy and a delight absolutely yep what about talking about death with a child why is it so difficult if, if this is such an important time to to teach them because they 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 seem to be absorbing and learning so much why is it difficult to to talk about death or to teach about death with young children well my experience is is that um we as adults um we're uncomfortable with it and um it's very painful it's you know sad it's tremendously heartbreaking and so I think, well intentions, the parents want to shield their children from really talking about it and, and maybe even ignoring it. And so that has kind of been a challenge as I've been a preschool teacher is talking about some of these difficult things. But I feel that um, it's beneficial if we, you know, tell them um, that death is a part of this world and um, it's always an opportunity to share with them, you know, God's promises of eternal life. And when we do that, and we do that often, um, children can be a great comfort to us. I was just thinking about this as I was reflecting on that I was going to be talking to you today, that I had one um, young little man in my preschool whose grandfather died unexpectedly. And so his family was around they had they wanted to be, to tell me this his family was around and of course there was lots of crying and and sorrow and he was like you know grandpa's in heaven and he kind of just said it matter factly <laughs> and they all said it was just a really wonderful thing to hear it from him and 
they kind of directed their thoughts to exactly this is a wonderful thing that he has eternal life um, with his savior so um it's it, it's also uh, it's amazing how children can can go back to these things so well, as you said, he said it so matter-of-factly, to be reassured of the truth, to be reassured of the gospel by a child speaking that, that good news and, and to say it so, so matter-of-factly. Right. Well, in our, one of my favorite stories, I do use the CPH curriculum, and every year we do talk about, let the little children come to me. And uh, when Jesus said that in Matthew 19, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for such belongs to the kingdom of heaven. And we tell them... Well, I, when I teach it to them, and also I would say I would like to share with the viewers that once uh, a week, my, my husband, who is the pastor of the church, I take the children into the, into the sanctuary, and we have like a, a small chapel service, so he reteaches it as well, is that we tell them that it, their faith is important because they, they take it in God's Word, so um, they accept it um, without question, they, they accept it with such strength and and then like i said they they um share it um with a, a very matter-of-fact way of doing it and and um it's it is uh what us adults should strive for and then jesus says their faith is important and we should look to them so um that's always one of my favorite um stories in the cbh curriculum that i share with the children every year why is it important to be honest with children about death and about God's promises? Well, it's definitely important to tell them, you know, that uh, death is what happens as a consequence of sin. That this world is is full of death. And it's, it's important to tell them that because I think that uh, when we tell them different stories, like, well, first of all, it's also in our, like, TV and movies, you know, like, mm-hmm. I remember growing up watching Looney Tunes and, like, you know, when one of the characters would die, they would, like, ascend into an angel or or something, you know, mm-hmm. not true. And so, like, they're going to be, um, as they grow, they're going to be seeing all different images of what will happen, you know, when we leave this world. And we need to arm them with the truth. And the truth is, is that um, because we have sin in this world, there is death. And um, we have a Savior who died and rose for us and forgiven us and has given us um, eternal life with Him. And it is a wonderful thing. Um, And uh, we should not be distracted with, you know, these things that we see around us, um, these mixed messages, you know, because I think it does steer children. And Mm -hmm. I say one of the challenges is when, you know, as every Christian school, Lutheran school, you do get quite a number of families whose children has had no experience um, hearing the word, and you find that some of their um, interpretations of what happens when we die is out there or, or not even close. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's the challenge. And so it is important to share that with your children as parents. We should share, as Christian parents, we should share it with our children because they're going to be hearing different things, and um, that's not the truth. What about the the language, the terms we use when talking with children about uh, about death? Uh, what language should we use? Why is the the language we use important? Um, well, we sh- I it's important to speak you know with simple, plain um, truths with our children, 
And, you know, if a parent finds it difficult, I, I really enjoy that book, um, Heaven is a Wonderful Place, by, I think it's by Joanne Markshausen, if I pronounced her last name correctly. It's through CPH. That's a wonderful book. I read that book every year to my um, preschool students, and it talks about, it goes through the story of the gospel that we um, are sinful and that we need, and we're in need of repentance and that we have our Savior Jesus. And then it kind of goes further and talks about um, how heaven may be. And it's with really simple, beautiful language. And sometimes, um, you know, some uh, some stories, like I've heard, uh, for example, um, you know, it's, your loved one may be living in your heart or um, your loved one is watching over you. And, again, that's sending a mixed message because if our loved one is with Jesus and in Jesus, he, they're with Jesus. And so that's what we want to share with our children. So that language should be simple. We, we, we speak in, in simple terms, so uh, phrases such as with Jesus, uh, and avoiding terms that, that we as adults so often end up using things like passed away and things like that, but but rather to use the, the, the phrase he died or she died to say that he is with Jesus is is simpler language. Is that right? Yes, exactly right. And and with, I, I guess I, I, I always am apprehensive to say he passed away or she passed away. Um, again, I think it makes light of really what the situation really occurred in and again like when we for example um, my my children their grandfather um is in heaven with jesus and so when we acknowledge when we talk about grandpa you know we say oh yes he's with jesus or when we when someone says who's your grandpa well i have grandpa ed he is with um he's with jesus and it's just again it's a firmer confession and acknowledgement of our promises with our lord that we will have eternal life with him how about, how do we deal with our anxiety about talking about death with children? Any tips for addressing our own anxiety of talking about death? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I, it's always, you know, when we're steadfast in our confession and how we do that, you know, we, we hear the word um, whenever possible. We, we come to the Lord's table whenever possible. Um, when we, you know, we engage in our daily devotions, um, when we become more confirmed in our confession, um, it, I feel that it brings less anxiety when we talk to, when I talk to my children, it brings less anxiety because I know it's solidly in my heart that um, where I will be when, I'm, when I die. And so I want my children to have that as well. And so my encouragement is for parents to continue to hear God's word and to receive the sacraments and to um, be strengthened in what their confession is. And then I feel that it will flow naturally from them to share it with their children. So be bold in our confession, take confidence in what God gives to us, particularly uh, be strengthened in the gifts that he gives us in word and sacrament that we can be bold and, 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 and approach conversations without much anxiety. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I did want to say, too, and I, um, there's a lot of wonderful things in the divine service, as I was 
thinking about this and pondering this that we can point out to our children. This is just a simple thing that we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, when when the pastor says with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, well, the company of heaven, who is that? That is the, the our loved ones who are be, before us. And um, also All Saints Day. I think sometimes it doesn't get um, the attention it, it deserves sometimes, but um, that's such a wonderful day to... Um, recognize and to give thanks for her, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, specifically in our church, our congregation, who shared in that same confession on our receiving the same promises that we are. And so when we point those out to our children, we explain them, we teach them to them, just again, uh, reaffirming in their heart um, that God's promises are for them too. What about attending a, a, a visitation or a funeral with young children? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mentioned that in the article, and I have a, I have a lot of um, memories of my parents taking me to um, some visitations and funerals of mm-hmm. um, fellow church members, and and I kind of do also remember be, being feeling like I was really the only young one there, and and sometimes I didn't always know. The person well enough, and sometimes I did know them more. Um, but I felt that it was beneficial to me um, because, again, it's another visual reminder of promises that we share together within the uh, the body of Christ that we have this eternal life that God has promised us. And and also, I I for me, it was also just um, again becoming more real to me that this world there's death in it, and this is a reality. And, um, you know, uh, we, we kind of want to just ignore that fact, but um, it is what it is. And uh, also, you know, we don't know when our Lord says, um, it's, uh, you know, well done, faithful servant, it's time. And so we should always ever be ready. And um, so I think those moments um, with my parents when they took me uh, – helped me. Mm-hmm. And so I, we encourage our children to go to the funerals and visitations. Since my husband is a pastor, they, um, you know, get to know the members pretty well. And um, we've had a lot of dear and faithful and loving members that we've lost since we've been here. And um, so that's an opportunity. We take our children to the funerals. Um, sometimes I'm not looking forward to it because I know I'm going to cry, mm-hmm. and I have one child who will cry when I cry. <laughs> but... Um, we take that time to, you know, again, just confirm to them what we have in um, our Savior, eternal life. And so it, it can be a very, it is a good experience, and, it, and we should do that as, the, as um, the body of Christ. We should, you know, support each other and come to these um, funerals and, and show love and care towards our friends and, and um, fellow members who've lost um, dear loved ones. You use the phrase eternal life. Uh, how do we talk about eternal life? How do we talk about eternity with young children? We, we talked earlier about using simple terms, uh, simple phrases uh, to convey these simple promises. How do you, how do you even express uh, eternity? It, that can be overwhelming and, as you mentioned in the article, maybe even frightening. Oh, yeah, and that's a personal note from, from me, too, as well as I remember, I don't know, I think I was 11 or 12. For whatever reason, 
um, when I couldn't sleep at night one night, I, I, it came to me, I was thinking about um, heaven for whatever, I don't even know why the thought came to my mind. Um, but what I do remember is that all of a sudden, um, I was really scared of it because heaven is like forever. Eternity is forever. And, you know, what we're used to is everything dying or everything starts and has an end and nothing lasts forever in this temporal world. And so it actually scared me. And I'll be honest to say I was ashamed of it. Um, and I didn't, I remember talking to my mother once about it. And, um, but um, I didn't really share that a lot with people because I, I guess I felt like that was a wrong thing, which thanks be to God with his grace and mercy doesn't matter what our subjective feelings are, mm -hmm. how we feel about um, uh, that. If we're scared, his grace is sufficient. But I guess what I would say is that um, God is good, and he's demonstrated that uh, to us in his son Jesus with his death and resurrection. You know, our sins are completely forgiven, and we are justified. And we know that he's good because he further blesses us by bringing us through baptism to be his own. And he gives us his body and Lord's Supper. And he, and, and he even goes further and he gives us wonderful temporal blessings. You know, we have family and house and home. And so he has shown to us he is good. And so what I, how I put that in my mind was, you know, God is good. And so despite that I was scared... And now I've come to a place where I'm not scared. But despite the point that I was scared, I thought it is going to be good because God is good, and he has always been good. And so that's how I explain it to my children, is that he's pro he has always shown he is good and he is loving, and um, it will be good. And, you know, furthermore, you know, think about Revelation. I think the imagery in Revelation is beautiful. You know, he shall wipe the tear from every eye. There will be no more mourning, no crying, no pain. So, you know, using those words that he is good, he's always shown himself to be good, um, that heaven will be a wonderful place more than we can imagine. Um, just using those things I know have given me comfort, and I, my prayer is that it comforts my children, too, if they have those same anxieties. Thanks be to God for that, that comfort that he gives us in the gospel. My guest today, Valerie Bainey, preschool teacher and director at Trinity Lutheran Church and Preschool in El Paso, Illinois. Also author of Simple Promises, the Family Matters column in the June-July issue of Lutheran Witness 2017. Valerie, thank you so much for being my guest and uh, for, for helping us, particularly as parents and, and grandparents, on, on speaking about death and eternity with children. Thank you for having me. Coming up in just a little bit, a fun summer family event right here in St. Louis. Something you can do on Tuesday evenings. Stick around, find out more right here on The Messenger of Good News. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. 
CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu.